Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Cartoon Junkies. And I know that we have been gone for quite a while. The last time we published an episode was in December. So I thank everyone who has had patience and who have reached out to us, kind of wondering what was going on. Um, but I just wanted to give you guys a quick update. Um, I am going to be continuing with Cartoon Junkies. This is Jessica for anybody who doesn't know us personally. Uh, this is Jessica. Um, I will be trying my best to continue on with the podcast. So for the time being, it'll just be me. Erica had to step away from the podcast for personal reasons. So um, and we definitely apologize for the long uh, absence. As you guys know, life happens. You know, things were going on with me. Things are going on with Erica. So because of that, um, the podcast kind of had to take a back burner in our lives. Um, but I'm back and I'm hoping to um, keep bringing you guys some good content and also invite some guests to join me so that it's not always my voice you guys are hearing and I don't get on your nerves. Um, so yeah, I thank you again for your patience and I hope to give you guys some good content, make you guys laugh and uh, we can keep the listeners that we have already um, acquired and get some more. Okay, so let's get into the intro. Hey everybody, it's your girl Jess, and I'm here with another episode of Cartoon Junkies. Today I'm recording episode four, which is going to cover Rocket Power season one. And just as a review, I am a 30-year-old black girl who loves to watch cartoons and talk about them. They never got old to me. I never grew out of them. I watched them to go to sleep. If you know me, you know that's just how I, that's what I do. Uh, really quickly, if you are someone who has been listening to us, who has listened to our other three episodes, I just want to give you a heads up. Um, I'm recording this episode in my dining room, so it is a little echoey in here. So if the audio sounds a little effed up, I'm sorry. Um, I'm also recording on a different device that is not compatible with my mic and headphones that we were using before. So if the audio quality is a little effed up, please just let me know. I'll try my best to see what I can do to fix it, if I need to change rooms, whatever I need to do. Um, so yeah, just giving you that little bit of a heads up before I get into the content. Okay, so I'm sorry I keep pausing like that, like so abruptly, but I cannot uh, pause my recording. I have to just stop in and start it. I'm having some technical difficulties, but... Bear with me. So, um, Rocket Power. So, I don't know about you guys, but I loved Rocket Power growing up. I, I, I had three brothers. We were into like the games and the sports and the roughhousing. So, for me, seeing those kids on TV skating and snowboarding and skateboarding and doing all those things, like that was exciting to me because, well, first of all, I couldn't do all them things. And I wanted to so desperately, like I wanted to be able to skateboard so bad. Um, yeah, so I really liked the cartoon. I thought it was a good show. Uh, I'm waiting for my notes to pop up here real quick. And um, forgive me, I did these notes January 12th, so <laughs> they're a little old, but um, okay. So for anybody who did not grow up in the 90s or for whatever reason didn't watch the show, I don't know why, but... If you didn't watch Rocket Power, it's a show about a group of kids between the ages of 9 and 11. 
and they live in Ocean Shores, California, which is a fictional little town in California. Um, they like to do extreme sports like skateboarding, inline skating, and snowboarding. So as I said, I loved the show growing up. I liked the athleticism, the tricks that they were able to do. And as someone who was never able to skateboard, I was really impressed. Uh, my brothers went through a little phase. Actually, one of my brothers, Julian, he went through a phase when he was skateboard. I think Julian and Jared. And they, you know, they had the skateboards and the this and the that. And they would be doing a little ollies and the this, that, and third. Um, I tried. I fell a lot. It just wasn't fun. Like, I didn't, I couldn't go fast. So when I would get on, for me, just balancing by yourself, like, that took a lot of effort. And I was going slow. It was corny. Like, it was corny for me because I couldn't do it, but I was impressed. The kids in the neighborhood, they were able to do it. Like, there was this little boy that lived across the street from us who was all into the stuff. Then there was a little boy, like, down the street. He had, like, a mohawk. Like, they were all into it. And I was like, damn, like, they mad younger than me, and they're able to do this, and I can't. So, for me, it you know, it wasn't that fun. But it was definitely fun to watch the show because, you know, I, I, thought, I thought it was really dope that they were able to do that stuff. Um, and I also like the vibe of the group. I like how the kids would like hike on each other. They would compete with each other because that shows a real group of friends. Um, sometimes in these cartoons, I feel like, you know, there's adults writing the cartoons. So they kind of, I guess, forget what it's like to really be a kid and really be with your group of friends. This group of friends, particularly, it's a brother and a sister, Reggie and Otto. And then there's two neighborhood kids, um, Twister and Squid. Squid is the newest member of the group. So they all live in the same neighborhood. They all around the same age. They all go to school together. They all have the same interests as far as the hockey and the skateboarding and the surfing goes. And when you have a close-knit group of friends like that, you're going to hike on each other. You're going to make fun of each other. You're going to hurt each other's feelings because that's what kids do, Like especially when you're that tight. It's like having siblings. So I feel like a lot of times these adults who are writing these cartoons, um, especially nowadays, they leave that part out you know, and they don't have that authentic kind of back and forth um, banter that kids really have. So I thought that was dope even as an adult watching it back. It's like, yeah, that's exactly how we were, you know? Um, so they were like a cool, regular group of friends. Like, it was definitely very believable that they were a group of friends. Um, so this season was meaty. Like, it took me forever to watch these episodes. And we have to watch them on Paramount Plus because all the Nickelodeon shows have now been put on Paramount Plus. And y'all, I'm going to tell you, I'm getting sick of them. The fact that I have to go through six, seven ads... And then watch the intro to the show, like the intro song, and then watch five and six more ads. I don't have time. Like, it's taking me so long to get through this, these seasons. Like, anyway, so Rocket Power season one was like 21 episodes or some shit like that. Like, it was wild. And you got to think, 20 episodes, but you know how they have two episodes each? It was a lot. Anyway. They have faith in this show because they, they, the first season was very meaty. Anyway, so I'm going to get into my best and worst episodes. Let me know if you guys remember these episodes. Um, as always, we encourage you to watch. So I just found out that they're going to cut me off every five minutes. Like, all right. Anyway, so I got to keep my eye on the time. <laughs> um, as I was saying, 
they are going to um we we like to encourage you to um watch the episodes like that's why um when we were doing me and erica were doing the um episodes before at the end of each episode we would tell you which one we was doing next because we want you guys to go on we want you guys to reminisce re-watch relive all this so that when we're talking about it you guys kind of have a reference point because you know we haven't watched this shit in 20 years like nobody remembers like unless you're a freak like me who still watches the shows at night so that I can have good dreams. Like, unless you're a freak like me, like, you probably don't remember these episodes. So, um, yeah, I just feel like it makes it more fun if you rewatch the episodes with us. And then that way you guys can be like, oh, yeah, I just saw that. Oh, yeah, you know, and just have like a reference point. So my best episode of the season was Hawaii Blues. Hawaii Blues is the episode when uh, the whole family... Otto, Reggie, um, Squid, Twister, and even Raymundo, their father, um, notices that Tito, who is the, who's Raymundo's best friend, he's kind of like the kid's uncle figure, um, he's feeling very homesick. Tito is from Hawaii, and he's very homesick. He's just, you know, looking around like, damn, Raymundo has his kids, and Everybody has their families, and I'm just by myself. Like, I'm over here in Cali by myself, and I miss home. I miss my people. And everybody feels bad for him, and they um, plan this surprise where um, they invite Tito's family from Hawaii to come visit, and they surprise him. And it was just a very wholesome episode. So I like that episode just because... Tito is really always there for the kids. And I'm going to talk more about Tito when we do character talk. But um, Tito is always there, like I said, as like their uncle figure. He's Ray's best friend. He looks out for them. He gives them advice. Um, he works with, with Raymundo in the, the Shake Shack. Shake Shack? Burger Shack? Shack? Whatever. Whatever. They little restaurant that they got on the boardwalk. So, you know, it was nice for them to you know, look outside themselves and, and pay attention to Tito and say, damn, like, he's mad down, like, what's wrong? And, you know, invest that time to make him feel better. So I thought that was dope of the kids and, um, you know, to think about, well, y'all know these kids are selfish. Um, my second best episode is The Fall and Rise of Sam. The Fall and Rise of Sam is basically, all right, so for Sam, Sam is the new kid on the block. He's the kid that's like the dorky one. He's not that athletic. He's moved from Kansas. He pale as hell, wears socks with his sandals, like on the beach. Like, you know, like he's the new kid that doesn't really fit in. But eventually the gang does um, embrace him and he does start to, you know, he, he he's their goalie on the um, street hockey team. He's learning how to skate. You know, he's doing his best to fit in in his new community where he is. Um, but the one thing that he cannot for the life of him do is surf. He cannot figure out how to surf. And he gets upset because other kids are so good at surfing and he just cannot get the hang of it. And Sam is a little chunky kid. So, you know, he just feels self-conscious about not being able to do what the other kids can do. Um, Tito, again, my boy, Tito coming through as a little chunk himself, <laughs> he comes through and helps Sam to learn how to surf by giving him a longboard. And I don't know the physics of it totally, but I guess the longboard 
uh, dimensions are a little bit better for somebody of Sam's size. So he was able to balance with it and he was able to surf better than he ever had before. So I just thought that was a cute, wholesome episode again, where somebody was thinking about somebody else. And I like the fact that, you know, not Sammy, like you could do it, you could do it too. You just need to do it a little differently, you know, like that resonated with me. Um, because, you know, I was always a tall kid and, Sometimes you just don't feel like you fit in. Like, sometimes you just feel like, damn, like, why can't I just look like everybody else or be like everybody else? And it was dope that Tito took that time to, you know, help him to, to figure out a way that he could still do what the other kids was doing. So that I thought that was really dope. That was a good episode. All right. So for my worst episode, I had a couple of worst episodes, but the one that to me was the worst, worst, worst is called Total Luger. Okay. Let me tell y'all about Total Luger. So that episode is, okay, so if y'all don't know already, Otto is the best best athlete in the group. Well, somewhat, okay, I, I put a poll up on Instagram months ago, and the poll was asking um, who was the better athlete, Reggie, which is the older sister, or Otto, who's like arguably the main character of the show. And it was kind of mixed, but I noticed that a lot of the girls was voting for the girls and the boys was voting for the boys, so I don't know. But I would say, because adding in the fact that he's like two years younger than her, I think that Otto may be the better athlete just because when he's 11, I can only imagine what he would be able to do. But anyway, so Otto is like the best athlete, but Otto has a big fucking head. Otto knows he's a good athlete. He knows that he can do a lot of tricks and stunts that kids his age can't do. So he's very cocky. He's very arrogant. And Twister, who's his best friend, he has his moments, but he's nowhere near as good as Otto. You know, like he can keep up with the group. He can keep up and he's, you know, but um, if, if he was going toe to toe with Otto, he would always come in second place. Like, so basically on this episode... Otto, I mean, not Otto, Twister finally beats Otto in something. I don't even remember what the hell it was. I think it was some kind of, um, uh, like, inline skating thing. I don't remember. But uh, Twister finally beat Otto. So, you know, Twister was gassed. Like, he's like, oh, my God, I beat him. I finally beat him. Da, 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 da. Like, he's mad excited. Not trying to throw it in Otto's face, but just genuinely happy for himself because that shit never happened before. Otto bitch ass going to start... Like, being mad at, at Twister. Like, he legit was giving Twister an attitude, saying that he was being a bad friend. And when they were having a rematch, because obviously Otto couldn't let that die like that, Otto really resorted to cheating just to ensure that Twister would not beat him again. So I just thought that was a crappy-ass episode because... I mean, it was very true to life because kids is assholes like that, but... I was just disappointed at Otto because I'm like, nigga, that's your best friend. Like, you can't let him win one time. Like, you win hundreds of times and he never says boo. The one time that he wins, like, can you let him have that? Can you let him have that? And then Reggie wasn't making it no better because, to, as I, if I'm recalling correctly, she was kind of like rubbing the shit in too. Like, oh, he beat you. Eh. What she should have been doing as a bigger sister was being like, yo, all them times that you beat him, 
let him have this one like sit your ass down and let him have this one like that's what she should have did but anyway so i did not like that episode because i just didn't like how otto was treating my man twist that and i get um the other episode um down the drain that was the episode if you guys remember um the stimpletons which are the neighbor the elderly neighbors that are next door to the rockets in the cul-de-sac they were going away for the weekend whatever a couple days and they put Reggie in charge of their pool. You know, skim out the leaves, run the filter, whatever. And Reggie allowed herself to be, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, influenced by her dumbass little brother and his friends. And they end up fucking with the pool. They drained the pool, turned it into a skate thing. Then they filled the pool, but the pool wasn't filled. I don't even remember, but basically they tore up their whole backyard, fucked up their machine. It was this whole thing. And I was watching that shit as an adult pissed the fuck off because I'm like, you see, as somebody who grew up with a pool in my backyard, I know how much money and how much effort that shit takes. <laughs> I would have whooped they ass. I would have wh- Then again, you put 11 and 9-year-olds in, in, in charge of your shit when you was going. I don't know, but... Anyway, like I said, watching it back, I was just annoyed because I don't like when people tearing up other people's shit. I don't care if you're a child. I don't care if you're an adult. Don't tear up people's shit. So that just irritated me. But to be honest, like all the episodes were good. Like some of them were like a little bit like more boring than others. But for the most part, like I didn't really have too many episodes that stuck out to me that I was like, oh my God, I, this is a terrible episode. Like in general, it was like a pretty good season. So yeah, I didn't really have too much complaining about that. All right, it's time for character talk. So for this season, my favorite characters would have to be Merv and Violet Stimpleton. And as I said, those are the two elderly neighbors that live next door to the Rockets in the cul-de-sac. Tito Makani, I think that's right, Makani, which I already spoke about him. He's like the uncle figure. He's Ray's best friend who's Hawaiian. So uh, let me just get into that. So Merv cracks me up. Merv is so damn through living next to the Rockets. And I'm going to put a picture of all these characters. Um, I'm going to put a post up on our Instagram just so that you can like remember who these characters are. But Merv is just old and cranky. And he's just trying to enjoy his damn retirement. Like he don't have time for these kids to be tearing up his bushes, tearing up his pool, making noise in his head all hours of the damn day and night. Like I am this, let me tell you something. I'm 30 years old and I'm I'm tired. So I can only imagine like that man is trying to just enjoy his retirement with his wife and these damn kids just again on his nerves and, and I'm here for it. Um, But it's funny because at the same time you see little glimpses in the episodes like he does care about the kids and he does care about the family and he loves them kids it's just they get on his fucking nerves like I can definitely relate because I'm a teacher and I love my kids but at the same time I get it <laughs> I got it anyway now Violet is his wife okay Violet is the total opposite of him she's friendly she's sweet and it's a cool like dynamic because you see him so grouchy and grumpy and then she's just so sweet and like always like baking the kids cookies and like you know wanting to invite them over and Merv is just like bruh stop inviting these niggas over that's why they don't that's why they keep bothering us because you keep being nice to them little niggas (laughs) so it's just it's cute um 
And it's funny because as as grumpy and grouchy as Merv is, like she's mad unbothered by it. Like she just be like, like when he starts like, Violet, they they messed up our mailbox. She's oh Merv, it's just a mailbox. Like she's just like like she does not have time for his crankiness, and she's like, you're not about to ruin my day. So it's just they're just a cute little couple. Um, and then Tito, I kind of spoke about this already. Tito is just a really great character. I think everybody always loved Tito because he's like that fun uncle that was always around to make the kids laugh. And he had advice when the kids needed it. Um, and uh, Ray, who is the single dad on the show, really relies on Tito to be his role dog with raising the kids. Like they have like this camaraderie where, you know, Tito can pick up the slack where Raimundo can't, you know, or if Raimundo is stuck at the shop, he know he got Tito. And that's just like a dope, very realistic um, depiction of a family, you know, because some families look like that. Um, what else? What else? Uh, yeah, so he's a he's a great friend to Ray also because he, he gives Ray advice too when he needs it. So it's, it's dope. Um, and, you know, Tito has his little Hawaiian sayings, and his Hawaiian superstitions. And that's funny to me because coming from a Trinidadian culture, we have the same thing. We have our sayings and our superstitions. So it's, it's cute to see that um, on a kid's show. Um, but out of all three of those characters, I think I would have to say that Violet is my favorite because it's just the contrast of seeing the rough and tumble nature of the kids, the grumpiness of her husband, and then seeing her being sweet and like, you know, in her garden and like making the kids snacks. It's just really cute. Um, oh God. All right. Now I got to talk about the worst characters, Jesus. Um, all right. So let me get into the first, the, all right, let me just list them. So on my list of least favorite characters, I have Lars, ugh, Donnie Lightning and Mackenzie, little bitches. All right. So let me give them one at a time. So Lars is Twister's older, gray-skinned-ass brother. I don't know why he's gray and the rest of the family is all nice and sun-kissed. Don't ask me why. But he's just an asshole to his brother. Like, I know that's how big brothers are or whatever, but he's just an asshole. Like, he's a bully. Him and his friends, they just bully the kids for no reason. Like, you mad older than him. Like, go do something. Go, like, go, 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 go do something with yourself. Like, make it fun of these little-ass kids. Just mad corny. And then, um... Donnie Lightning was this boy that, um, this child actor that Otto idolized um, because he's like a action star. So he was like the one that if they were having a, a, a kid action movie, he would be doing um, the acting and the stunts. So Otto thought, come to find out, he uh, had a stunt double and he was a big fucking jerk. He was just like one of those you know, he's a bratty kid. So, um, Otto saw him like live in action and was very disappointed. And it was one of those things. Don't meet your hero. Cause they're going to disappoint you. So yeah, he turned out to be a big jerk and he couldn't do any of the things that, uh, Otto thought he could do based on the, uh, based on his movies. So, um, the last one that I mentioned was, fucking Mackenzie. Okay. So Mackenzie's just a little bitch. Like y'all already know how I feel about bratty ass kids. Y'all already heard me go off about Caillou. Y'all already heard me go off about Harriet. Like I don't get down with these bratty ass kids. And this kid is not only bratty, but she's mean. So, um, there was an episode lost and find, lost and find. 
Um, and basically, this kid gets lost. And she's lost, she's on the beach, separated from her parents. The kids are trying to help her find her parents. And she's being mean to them the whole fucking time. Like, they're trying to help her, and she's just being a little brat. So, um, I personally think her parents knew exactly what they were doing. Like, they needed a break from her ass, and they they waited for her to be distracted, and they walked the fuck away. But anyway, um... So, yeah, she was just annoying. But out of all three of those characters, I would have to say that Donnie Lightning was the worst because he, you know, he was a poser and he let the kids down and he was just a mean-ass kid. He was bad to his staff. He was spoiled. He was rude. And, yeah, so, anyway, so that was the character talk. Um, oh, and I forgot to tell you, too, um, Otto... Like, him and Otto kept getting into it. Like, once Otto realized that he was, like, a phony, like, Otto was like, yo, like, get out of here. Like, you mad whack. You're, like, you're, you're a poser. And then um, he kept trying to play Otto. Like, he kept trying to say, like, little little sneak disses and shit to, to Otto. And I'm like, yo, Otto, you, you from these streets. If you don't whoop his ass, if you don't whoop his ass and send him back to wherever he came from, but that ain't that kind of shit, so... Um, so the, another little segment that we have on the podcast is the real life shit segment. And basically that's where we, um, discuss how the cat, um, how the cartoons dealt with real life stuff and kind of had some real life stuff inserted in them, um, that would resonate with, you know, with a viewer. So, um, the real life shit that I want to just, um, that I want to talk about is the fact that, um, Raymundo was a single dad. You know, that's definitely true to life um, because some families, that is the dynamic. Like, you know, a lot of times the single mom role is more prevalent, um, but that doesn't mean that they're not single dads too. So I appreciate the fact that cartoons, for whatever reason, seem to highlight that more. Like if you think about it, <coughs> Chucky Finster, single dad. Max Goof, single dad. Even if we go like the Disney princess route, Ariel, Belle, Jasmine, Pocahontas, they all had single dads, like something happened to their mom, whatever. <clears throat> so I just think that is dope because, you know, that's that's real shit. Like single dads trying to, you know, do whatever they can do. And um, that's that's the real dynamic of some family. So I thought that that was a dope addition to the show. Um, so next I have some fun facts to share with you guys about this show. So according to the Rocket Power fandom page, the N on Sam's shirt, remember Sam is the new kid on the block, was supposed to um, symbolize New York because the creators wanted to make him be uh, from New York, you know, and come and moving all the way to California. But then at the last minute, they decided to make him from Kansas instead, but they just kept the N on his shirt. There's a rumor that the change just never made it to the artists who were drawing the show. So everybody else was like, yeah, 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 make him from Kansas. But they forgot to tell the people who were in charge of actually drawing out the, the cartoons. Um, also, according to Nicka, Nickalive.net, Ocean, the Ocean Shores Pier is modeled after the iconic wooden pier in Santa Monica, California. So I have a friend, Joyce, who just recently moved to California, like last year, two years ago. And um, yeah, I'm gonna ask her about that. And then also according to that same website, the term shoebies originated from the shoe boxes that tourists would use to pack their lunches. And I thought that was fucking weird because why would you put your food in a fucking shoe box, number one? And number two, ain't it gonna get wet and sandy? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, y'all never heard of coolers? I don't get it. So for the conspiracy fan theories that I found, the one that I thought was the most interesting that I wanted to share with you guys was um, 
the theory that Tito is actually Reggie and Otto's dad. So they were bringing up stuff like the skin complexion, how Otto, um, Otto and Reggie are a lot darker than Raimundo. And um, I always equated that. Growing up, I looked at it too, but I equated that to them always being in the sun. Like they're skateboarding, they're surfing, they're at the beach, they're on the boardwalk. So, you know, I just thought they was just some tan kids. Um, but the conspiracy theory is basically saying that since Raimundo and um, Tito were friends like many, many years since they were like teenagers, you know, they had a, a group of friends that they all surfed with. And within that group of friends was, um, I forget her name, but the kid's mother. And basically the theory is saying that Tito and the mother had... Um, the kids um, before, like prior to her and um, Raimundo dating. So, and then she died and Raimundo, the kids were basically Raimundo's only connection to her. Um, I don't know. It was confusing. And then like, I saw like this video was saying that about how like their relationship was a secret. So like, I guess like, was messing with her on the side which i don't like that theory because tito is a good friend to raymundo so i don't see like i, I just want to make it ugly like make a good thing ugly so I don't believe that. I think them kids are just tanned. And I think that maybe the mother might have been a darker complexion. Because looking at the, like when they do the flashbacks and stuff in the, um, in the episodes when Raimundo and Tito are telling the kids like a memory or some kind of they have like a flashback. They're always with a group of mixed complexion people. And I think that their group of people, their group of friends also included a lot of Hawaiians. So I think the mother was probably Hawaiian. Like the mother's complexion was probably similar to Tito's, which is why the kids came out darker and which is why their hair is a little bit on the thicker side. But that's just a, a conspiracy theory that I found. So uh, last thing, well, second to last thing, I'm going to rate the season. So Rocket Power season one, it was a very long season, very meaty season, but we did get to meet the cat. Uh, got to know the characters every character had its uh, a couple of episodes that were kind of centered on them and whatever issue they were having so i would say overall out of five i would give season one of rocket power a four um the the season was very long um and i think that the episodes were good but i felt like it could have been a little bit more. Some of the episodes were kind of similar. Like, I right, the kids are competing in this. The kids are competing in that. Or um, there's a rivalry between this character, a rivalry between that character. Some of the 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 um, the storylines were kind of similar. But overall, it was a good show, relatable show. The show was right on par with the age group, the target audience that they were trying to reach. So I just think it was good. And I also like the fact that <clears throat> they introduced people like me, an East Coast child who was born and raised in New Jersey. They gave me a little glimpse of the Cali life. I've still never been to Cali. I'm 30 years old. I've still never been to Cali. But they gave me a little glimpse of California. And based on 
what I've seen on TV. Because, like I said, I've never been there. But based on what I've seen on TV, like, I felt like it was a pretty accurate, like, depiction for a children's show. Like, people hanging out outside, easy going, the outdoor sports. Um, my friend who just moved to California, she said that it's, um, everybody's into fitness. Everybody's biking, rollerblading, skateboarding. So she said that even now that's how it is. So I think, you know, the, the depiction was, was accurate. So I liked it. So I'm going to leave off this episode with some trivia questions. Now, usually Erica and I would ask each other these trivia questions, but since I'm by myself today, I'm going to just open it up to you guys. So I'm going to also put these on our Instagram. So comment, um, under the post, if you think, you know, the answers to these trivia questions, I only have two. Number one, what part of the candy corn does Raimundo always eat as a part of the Rocket Scary Movie Night tradition? Comment that below if you think. And second, oh, I kind of touched on this actually. So if you were listening, <laughs> what sport slash activity is Twister able to finally be Otto in for once on the episode entitled Total Luger? Is it Total Luger? Yeah, Total Luger. <laughs> so if you know the answers to those questions, then feel free to comment below on our Instagram post. All right. All right, guys. So I hope I didn't do so poorly on my very first solo dolo episode of Cartoon Junkies. Um, I'm going to my audio and my tech issues. Um remedied by the time I record next but I definitely want to make sure that I'm giving you guys content and, and um we get back I get back on like a regular schedule because it was really fun to do and like I said I definitely want to have some um guests come onto the podcast some weeks um and you know just have some fun with this so if you or somebody that you know would like to be a guest um you like cartoons you like to comment on them you like to watch them um, let me know, DM me, um, comment. If you know me personally, text me, like I'm definitely open and we'll try to work something out where we can record either together or, um, remotely, you know, however. Um, so yeah, thank you for supporting the podcast. And again, thank you so much for your patience as we took this, um, I don't know, we took this long break that it wasn't supposed to be this long, but you know, life happens. I'm sure everybody can understand. Um, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so that other cartoon junkies like yourself can find our podcast. If you agreed or disagreed with any of what I said today, or just want to tell me that I'm fabulous, please email me at cartoonjunkiespod at gmail.com. If you think that I sucked, um... We normally say keep the comments to yourself, but let me know. Let me know how the audio is because as of right now, my dining room is going to have to be my um, recording space. But if it's really that terrible to listen to, please let me know because then I'll try to find another room in the house. Um, on next week, ep- next week's episode, I'm going to be covering one of my favorites, Recess. Okay. Season one of Recess. So catch up on your Recess. Those episodes are available on Disney Plus. And I'll try to see you next week. That's my goal. Um, I actually have tomorrow off, so I might actually record tomorrow if I am able to just refresh myself on the episodes um, in time. So look out for that. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>